are now in the zone. The zone with taste test live. Hosted by Damien Lamar and Blue Francois. Welcome to Taste Test again. This is Damian Lamar, your host, and we're sitting in Studio 3 with Tommy Bridgewater. Hello. Longtime friend of mine. Great friends. I think you got a fan club. I... Uh... <laughs> Go ahead, admit it. The word Tommy Bridgewater in Jacksonville is quite significant. It means something. Well, the word legend has been banded about. Uh, it's synonymous with my name it's okay though. you know yeah, yeah. I, I don't uh i don't you know i don't drink my own kool-aid but i have heard the word legend used well you know what a legend is right no a legend is a person that is not forgotten okay which means pete you're there's a term in marketing top of mind marketing right so, so they don't forget me no matter what well that's, that's kind of how i want to live my life you know i want to be remembered well the main thing is you don't want your kids to say boy that dad of mine was a scoundrel you right. don't want that exactly you don't, you don't want to be legendary in that way right but that's a different kind of legend yeah <laughs> I, but you but and they may still say that <laughs> but i want some good stuff i want to i want i want to be remembered for the mark i leave so you know if if when people say hey i know this bass player and my name comes up i'm happy top of mind that top of mind legend mm -hmm. the legendary Tommy Bridgewater I have the dubious honor of sitting here in the studio um, wrapping it up with him I felt it was important to bring Tommy on primarily because we've known each other for a long time probably longer than most friendships that I have 20 plus years yeah. a few ups and downs mm -hmm. we're not going to get into those because mm, they, it's, it's part of our growth but they were uh, partially now the majority of them were my fault. I'm sorry. Well, there's there's no blame placing here. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, we, we grow. Once again, when you know when you're a legend like I am, <laughs> you suffer from delusions of grandeur, and sometimes you make mistakes based on who you think you are. And I apologize for all the mean things I've done. Well, apology accepted. <laughs> okay, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. That is. That was so easy. We're friends again. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people that have been waiting for you to apologize to me, as if there's anybody out there, you got it. I just you heard it. And you see how easy forgiveness is. Can I take it a step further? Yeah, sure. Anyone listening that's mad at me, I'm sorry. Forgiveness. I just just forgive me. Forgive. Just just it's it's easy. Just <laughs> will it water be under the bridge? Bridge water. You know what? That's my new model. Yeah, that's my new model. All right. But thanks for having me. I'm very honored. You're welcome. I mean, I, it's interesting because it, it, talking about Sunday show specifically, we got mm -hmm. together and uh, I wanted you to be part of the actual show mm -hmm. because the premise of the show was to introduce live music to people yeah. in a different format, yeah. right? Yeah. So Taste Test airs on Sunday nights at, at 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. The Encore show com comes on at 11 o'clock on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. This this time is the first time I decided to do something. And the reason I wanted to do it live is because we played music live for years. Yes, man. So we know yeah. the difference between a, a studio project, which yeah. we've also been involved in. Yes. And we, we also know the difference between live and what the the energy that translates in a live performance versus a studio performance yeah. it's unparalleled you can't yeah. compare the two 
Well, there's there's a synergy that happens, especially when you have created a song with someone, mm-hmm. and then you kind of it's like it's like this 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 uh this is mutual birthing, like we're 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 delivering babies at the same time, yeah. and then we go out and we perform these babies in front of people, yes. and we're all proud of our baby, right? And we're hoping that the world likes our baby right. too, yeah. and so we're we're kind of holding hands through this process. Like, are they gonna like our baby? You think you think they're gonna like our baby? Yeah, we're gonna love our baby. Just come on, let's just show we our hope. baby. We hope they're gonna love our baby. A lot of times, uh, you get that. Oh, your baby is has a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes you go, man, your baby is awesome. He's beautiful. But a lot of times you get, oh, oh, your baby has his, your smile. What? what, 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 what this is one. Uh, Why did you put a bonnet on a baby? <laughs> a baby. Oh, no. I, I, I've seen other babies, but bonnets. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's awful when you want someone to love your baby and they just don't get it. They right. just don't get it. And that's how I feel a lot of times when we do live stuff together. Right. And especially when we do our original stuff. The, the covers are easy because all you have to do is just copy what you heard. But when it's yours, you just, you're, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. And a lot of these a lot of musicians, I remember Joe Walsh said once, um, he's a guitarist, used to play with the Eagles, and he wrote. He went on a solo project, and uh, he wrote a song. It was a throwaway song, and he it was just a, a song that he put out. Turns out, everybody loved it, and he didn't. Oh, wow. So now... So he, everybody loved the baby, but he didn't care he didn't about the baby. He didn't care about the baby, but now <laughs> he can't do a show without doing the song he hates. Wow. It's like... He actually said in one concert, he says, if I had known I would be playing this for the rest of my life, I would have wrote something else. Wow. <laughs> and he's made millions so he of dollars. he really doesn't like he it. He hates it. But it's a great song. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. it so this just, is, it's kind of like uh, when your baby's born and your baby has a completely ulterior motive, like <laughs> you're giving birth to me and I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to change the world, dad. Wow. I'm going to change the world. And you're like. I don't really have confidence in this baby. <laughs> but the baby's changing the world. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, you know, I guess I did good. But yeah, that, that that happens a lot. I mean, if I were Mick Jagger right now, I would be tired of playing Satisfaction. Yeah. But he has to. Yeah. They will boo the Rolling Stones you if know, they didn't you, do that. It reminds me of a time that we were playing at Boomtown. Uh, oh, boy. And I think we were fairly new as a band. So we were a baby band. Baby band, yeah. <laughs> This had to be like in 2003. Oh, boy. Yeah. And if you recall, we used to go to Boomtown when it was on uh, 8th and Main here in Jacksonville. Shout out to Stephen Dare. Yeah, absolutely. Hope uh-huh. you're listening. Uh-huh. Um, you, we walked into Boomtown. How we got the got the opportunity to perform at this supper club. Mm-hmm. We walked in after a rehearsal or performance. Right. Which was first yes. down the street at 9th yeah. and Main. Yes. And we walked in there and you said, what did you say? <laughs> you guys looking for a band? <laughs> And I'm thinking maybe uh, he'll say, uh, I don't know. He says, uh, yeah, how's Tuesday? No, it was, was it? like Friday. The, right the next day. Two, two, yeah, like come back, come back tomorrow. <laughs> come back like tomorrow you. and bring your gear and play. And then me and Damon just kind of looked at each other and went, that was easy. That was easy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we we developed a friendship with them. So th- that it reminds me, speaking of babies and speaking of singing or doing songs that you don't really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember 
on stage that, you know, people are having dinner and they're kind of chilling out. And all of a sudden this woman's like, you, I like you guys and you're always playing all the love songs, but can you do some, <laughs> can you do a hate song? Yes. We, we wrote, do you remember that? We wrote a hate song on the spot and, and that, 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 that lady was, was astounded. She was like, okay, these guys are really good because we, we wrote a song. But it wasn't really a hate song. It wasn't really a hate song, but it turned out, I mean, yes, when we had this band, um, we all, we, most of our songs had to do with love. I mean, yeah. we had about seven songs that had the word love in the title. Right. And, um, and, and the lady, she was, all this love stuff. Do you have any hate songs? <laughs> And we kind of went into a little huddle and says, here we go. <laughs> and we played It's Not About You. That's it. It's Not About You yeah, yeah. for the first time. Yeah. That was quite interesting. It was, a, it was a regular thing to our set. We actually looked forward to it. Like Tommy would look at me during, during, during the set. He said, I think it's time. It's time. It's time. It's we time had to do the hate it. song. We got to do the hate song. <laughs> it's Not About and You. And we did that for years. You for years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so so that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get back and talk about a little bit about some of the songs that you decided to bring. Um, oh. One of the songs that you you brought to the show was "Devotion" by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, um, it's it's one of those songs. It's on that that Gratitude Live album, I believe. And um, correct me if I'm wrong. It is so adorable because it it it, it outlines what devotion is, mm-hmm. and you can really hear the energy that um, Philip Bailey kind of projects on the crowd and you can hear the crowd actually singing along. Um, and it is, it is so well played and so smooth. And you think about a high energy band like earth, wind and fire for them to slow it down and sing a, sing a love song. It's, it's, it's in between a ballad and a, and a, and a, and a, a message song. Mm-hmm. So you could, you know, devotion is something we all need. You know, you need devotion, yeah. you know, in work, interpersonal relationships and everything you do if you're devoted to something that is that is uh, the epitome of commitment so I like that song um, let's talk about another song you, you played <laughs> oh boy you mean one that I, one that I brought one yeah that one, I one that you brought with oh, us yeah so uh, Lady Layla oh, oh Layla Lady. Lady by D'Angelo okay this is you know I, he had some friends show up with him right yeah, it, this is very rare. Um, Raphael Sadiq, D'Angelo, uh, Questlove, and Ali Shahid. Uh, Ali Shahid on bass, who is the DJ for a tribe called Quest. I didn't even know he was a musician, but he uh, would appear. It looks like he might be a better bass player than me. I don't know. I mean, mm. I don't know if he's legendary. But he's good. <laughs> well, see, he hasn't made his legend status not, not yet. yet. He's done it another way. He's but but he he can really play. And they they do this this version, this Valentine's Day version of Lady D'Angelo's Lady on the Chris Rock show, and it's fantastic. And it it goes from churchy to to neo soul to hip hop and all the way back to church again. And it really shows how versatile these musicians are. Yeah. Rafael Sadiq is a quartet musician. Tony, Tony, Tony were, they were church guys first. Yeah. And so was D'Angelo. And mm-hmm. you can hear it. It's totally Definitely clear. comes through. Totally comes through. These are church guys. And I believe that church musicians are the greatest musicians. The gospel musicians, if you can play gospel, you can play anything. I 
consider myself a rock historian. And that's that's odd for an African-American to consider himself a historian in a genre that's been typically um, um, for you know white people. And I know that sounds controversial, but it, it just is. But I um, I'm also a big film buff. So whenever I see films that were made by great directors such as Martin Scorsese, I'm, I want to see it. Um, and then you combine the band um, with Martin Scorsese. They did this last waltz movie um, to commemorate their last concert that they were going to play. And what they did was they invited a lot of friends to do some of their songs with them. Um, Joni Mitchell, Van Morrison, James Taylor, uh, a lot of... Uh, um, Neil Young, a lot of good musicians showed up to this big concert. And one particular group that showed up was um, the Staple Singers. And they sang <laughs> The Weight with uh, the band. And the way Mavis Staples sings her verse oh, is good. Oh, man. It yeah. is just, it, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. So, yeah, The Weight is one of those songs. And it's from 1968. Um, a lot of the members have died. Levon Helm died recently. Um, Robbie Robertson's still around. He's doing soundtracks for movies. But this was the ultimate band. They played for everybody. And they have a great, raw sound. Their band's trying to sound like them now. Wow. So, wow. the band. So, there's another band, even though it was very small. Uh, let's go back about 20 years. 1997. November. I believe November 11th. Where's this going? No, it's not November 11th. November 17th. The same day that Erica Badu gave birth to her son, Seven, she also okay. released an album. Oh, boy. And she decided to, to take a stab at a very difficult song by oh, her predecessor and her, her idol, Miss Shaka Khan. Man, let me tell you, it takes guts yeah. to even attempt to perform a Shaka Khan song, one, of, one as difficult as this one. Yes. And one... To record it, to release it, and she did a great job. And the band was amazing. The well, band, the band, especially the, at the time, she was a brand new artist. Brand new artist. She says, "You know what? Damn the torpedoes! I'm gonna do this song by my favorite artist, Miss mm -hmm. Shaka." She actually says it, and then she lays into it. And to this day, my band, the Groove Coalition, plays this song mm -hmm. because of the way Erica Badu does right. it. Right. All right. So I, I, I brought something to, I, I had to, I, I think. What you bring? Well, I, I did this primarily because I know you like this this particular artist. Oh, oh. Sting. Oh, the stories. Yeah. So tell me your favorite Sting story, like in in, in like a few words. Um, Sting has a bass player. Um, early on, Daryl Jones, mm -hmm. and when Sting left the police. For whatever reasons, we, they've been, been well documented. He left, and he says, I'm going to do a jazz thing. And I was living in Europe when he started it, and I absolutely thought it would be a flop. I'm like, how do you go from playing that type of music to jazz? But he, he surrounded himself, himself with the right musicians. Uh, Kenny Kirkland, um, uh, Bradford Marcellus, um, and... Daryl Jones. Now, Daryl Jones was Miles Davis's bass player forever. Mm -hmm. So there were, and oh, Omar Hakim on drums. Okay, so when he when he when he started that, and I heard that first single, um, "If You Love Someone, Set Them Free." Yeah, yeah. yeah. When 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 I heard that, I knew right then. Okay, 
he's never going back to the police. Forget it. <laughs> they, it's over. And everyone's waiting they can for ask this. All they want. They're waiting for this police reunion. I'm like, you can forget that. This is what he's been wanting to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so my friends were like all mad at me because I was this naysayer. I was like, man, the police is done. Yeah. He's never going to do that again because he has this thing. Yeah. And he's good at it. And, um, you know, people couldn't get used to him playing guitar. And he was playing guitar in that project and just being what he always wanted to be because he was always a, a learned guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always a student of music. So to be this here, is this is fun. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having I'm having a good time. Cause I'm, I'm, you know I'm containing myself. I'm realizing something. What? <laughs> oh. You know, a whole lot of musicians, not yeah. just music, um, but, you know, a whole lot of musicians as well. Yeah. Stuff that won't get you paid. I know them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give you money for knowing them <laughs> but, but, but because you, because you know them there has to be some type of translation from their style of music their execution of music the collaborations that they've done and that has to somehow influence you as a bass player it does and and one of the things I try to tell myself is you know what what is it about them that's different and I, I do believe that we're all granted the same amount of hours in a day to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Sting has the same amount of hours in a day as me. True. What's different? Okay, so I, uh, you know, that's is a it, tough question. Is man. it luck? Is it mm. is it the stars being aligned, or is it just being focused on what you want in life? And at some point, we got to realize, okay, have I invested enough time in me to be, you know, to be that good at my craft? There are people who say, man, you've, you've done a lot. You've done a lot. But there's still some kid on a Friday night in his room when, it he, in. when he could be out partying yeah. with his friends. He's getting it in. He's, he's insane about it. Yeah. And, you know, 10 years from now, they're like, where did he come from? Right. Well, he's been here the whole time. And you just didn't see him. He was working on himself. Mm-hmm. And if I could go back, if I had a time machine, I could go back and say, you know, if 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 there were two words I would say to myself would be work harder, you know, wow. work harder. And, uh, you know, because I see, you know, I, I go out and watch live bands all the time and I see young kids just and I'm sitting there looking at them playing. And I'm going, I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that. And this guy's a baby. <laughs> I'm like, how does this baby right. play circles around he me? He perfected his craft. He perfected his craft. Mm-hmm. I mean, now he doesn't have grown man issues. He doesn't have uh, bills. <laughs> and and stuff to do he can focus those on outside that. distractions those outside distractions but um i, I look at uh, a guy like let's just take um john bon jovi for example uh, i was watching this documentary with him and all he talks about was his brand he, he's like he's not gonna allow the wife of the drummer to determine when his band is going on tour. Hmm. Hmm. He's like, there's, there's no way. He said, that will never happen. And those who play with me understand this. And, you know, that's that's serious. That's wow. serious because yeah. he knows what he wants. He's It's his dream. Mm-hmm. Now, you can fit in my dream if you like. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd like to have you in my dream. However. But, however. This is my dream. And And that just leads me to where I am with my band. You know, and yeah. Talk, let's talk about that for a second because I'm I've I've watched your evolution in the last twenty 
years. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. I appreciate it. And um, and it's been interesting because like <laughs> when we first started working together and making music, I was doing uh, more of contemporary Christian type mm-hmm. music at the time. And I remember yeah. going to your house where you had all this German equipment. Yes. And you come over like, don't be talking about that God stuff in my house. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. It, it was it was it was I didn't hear you. I heard you. I was like, he just talking crazy. Yeah. But we you you pushed through the music, and I was hoping that somehow the music that I was sharing and the lyrics at the time um, that I was sharing would enlighten you, and somehow you be inspired by my art, my my you know it my did. craftsmanship. It did not, and I thank God for you because you know when the seed is planted, it just grows. And mm-hmm. and and when we met, I was in a really dark place spiritually, and. Uh, we met, and then you said, I want to do this gospel album. I'm like, oh, boy, God stuff. <laughs> but I'll do it, you know, because I love music. So right. I get in there, and I'm listening to these lyrics. I'm like, huh, wow. And then over time, over time, um, I, I just realized that none of what I do is me. It's not me. It, it's it, There is a divine purpose to what I'm doing. And I believe that the gift I was given is not something to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people actually lose their gift and not necessarily not be able to do it, but to be put into situations. For example, I have a friend, the wife that he loves told him that's enough. No more music. Wow. You either give it up Whoa. or you lose me. Well, he loves his wife. So this great guitarist great guitarist is not playing anymore man that's that's sad to me yeah just to hear, hear yeah. about that that's yeah. that's kind of sad. it's heartbreaking and many guys are put in that situation so that there's a form of sacrifice involved yes and it could it go the pendulum the pendulum can swing either way it's the illuminati you sacrifice <laughs> no i'm not doing it you should. Everybody should see the look on my face right now. You said that I was like, <laughs> "It's not the Illuminati." Oh my God. No, you don't have to sacrifice your family to be successful. You have or to point up to Lucy. You don't. <laughs> no, let's please let's not. I don't. Want that to is do an it. inside joke. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We will get so. You mean to tell me because I own a few pyramids that I, I might be associated you with the Illuminati? Get rid of those pyramids right oh now. My God. I want those pyramids. But out I of like me. them. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Okay. There is no Illuminati. Okay. And people need to realize that you're in control of what happens to you with divine guidance. Okay. So say that one more time. You are in control of what happens to you with the assistance of divinity. I like to think I got three people working with me. Okay. Yeah. I got the Father, mm-hmm. the Son, mm-hmm. and the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so, yeah. so what's happening is whatever issue I'm dealing with, I know I got these three on my side. Now that's a that's a very popular belief, but it's also a very unpopular belief, especially among secular musicians. They feel like I did it, I worked hard, I got it. But man, you could be stricken with so many ailments that'll keep you from performing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you could you could you could be here one day, and it's just not by chance. It's right. not, it's not by chance that that just happens to you. I can't believe that that you know you live in this lifestyle, reckless and and just out of control, and um, then something happens to you. No, you there are things that you did that led up to you. There are direct consequences of your actions. Yes, yeah. yes. If I'm mm-hmm. if I'm drugging all night long, mm-hmm. there's a price you pay at for that. at some point. But then again, I mean, Keith Richards is fine. <laughs> he looks okay to me. I mean, I mean, he's been around. Well, they, a long you know, time. karma. Karma has a way of, of 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 coming out in different areas. So he may be paying the price elsewhere. No, right. one, one never knows. One never knows. And it's not up to us. I don't yeah. feel to 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 say. You know, okay, you you. Uh, anyway, I, I hope, digress. I, I hope I'm making sense because yeah, I yeah. want I, I I don't want it to seem like. Like, I'm going to call it what it is. I, you know, I do not believe that any of this is by accident. I don't believe anything that happens is by accident. Okay. And I do believe that if you work hard, you will reap benefits. Now, bad things happen to good people. Sure. But you got to keep working, plain and simple. And that's, that's where I am. That's why I'm with One that. of my mottos is about the art of hustle and flow. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, so basically, you should, if you were going, if you were a, a boat mm-hmm. and you were in the stream and somebody put you in the stream, do you go upstream or do you go downstream? If I'm an artist and then someone put me in a boat, do I go upstream or downstream? That's a, that's it's, not a, a, it's not a tough question, really. It's not. It? I would I would rather it would appear that going upstream would be a lot more difficult, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, that's that's exactly right. So you flow with yeah. downstream. Exactly, you flow. I mean, and and sometimes when you go downstream, you never know the direction that you're going to go. You just have to be okay with the journey. Right. Oh man. So you know when you go upstream, you you know let's say you you got out of the boat. And you're going upstream. Now you got water coming in your face. You probably have a loose log that'll Dang, come. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're fighting against the current. Right. But when you go downstream, you're going with the current and yeah. in the direction that the current is going. And it's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe I believe that. I believe that if, if, you, uh, if you have a team mm-hmm. and everyone's going in the same direction, mm-hmm. You, you you got something even if it's kind of off to the side you got something special going absolutely it's the one fighting against the stream that can't be with you you got to get rid of that person yeah. or find a way to get him to buy in to what you're doing so is that why you call your band the groove coalition well because i think people forget what a coalition a is. coalition is a is a group of people who are formed together temporarily mm-hmm. to uh, achieve a goal so people say well who's in your band well, can you play an instrument? You could be in the band. It's just a matter of what's needed at that time. I have a, I have lived in this city for quite some time, and I've gotten to know quite a few musicians, and most of them um, enjoy playing music. That's 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 the common mm-hmm. denominator. Mm-hmm. We like to play. Now, what needs to be worked out is compensation 
And I hate the fact that commerce and art have to some type of way coexist. Yeah. So what I do is if someone calls me for a gig and says, hey, we have a performance for you, I will go to my artist directory and I will start with the drummer. Because wait, wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. You have an artist directory? I have an artist. I have a book. It's not a black book. It's a big book. It's a big book. It's, it looks like the Necronomicon. <laughs> Bounded human flesh. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a book. It's not a secret. It's that's not even a book. Well, it's on my MacBook, but it's it it's it's a it's a spreadsheet, and I have names, drummers, guitarists, singers, and whoever. Okay? Wow! Wow! And. I go down the list. I start. Joe Blow, are you available on March 18th? Let me get back with you. You got 20 minutes to get back with me because I'm going down to Sam Smith. That's next. Mm -hmm. And if I don't hear from Joe Blow, hey, Sam, March 18th, are you available? Yeah, you got it. And I give him the details. Then I move on to the guitarist and the keyboard players. You never know who's going to be on that gig, but I can assure you, the level of expertise and musicianship is top notch, and it will always be. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some of these musicians, who, maybe I shouldn't say this. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> you're color coded. There's a color coding. Mm-hmm. If you're green, if there's green next to your name, you'll always get the call. So this book is going to be secret. Oh, so this is, you will never. You never know. You. Oh, like I don't even no. know what color I am. You're green. What? You're green, brother. You're green. I'm green is my personality no you're oh. no you are someone who will get a call man I'm honored if someone says we need a male vocalist on this gig the first call goes to Damien Lamar wow yeah because we've worked together I know the quality I know the professionalism you know what just well, and you're I, easy I, to work with I, sometimes that was an evolution. Uh, well, I, that, I have to say, when you say sometimes, I'd have to say more most of the time, more often than not. I, I there has been very few times in the course of our friendship over twenty years. There's been very few times where you were difficult to work with. I can tell you this: there's a gang of people who would disagree with you. They don't know you. They to don't. know you, love is to love you. Oh, you <laughs> stop. <laughs> No, no, I I appreciate that. But there are some people who think, uh, who does he think he is? He ain't Prince. How does he, how does he, why is he, who does he think? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just a guy trying to deliver a product to people consistently good. And what happens with playing with people, and, and this is just my experience, for long periods of time, complacency sets in. I don't need to rehearse. I don't need to practice. I don't need to know this stuff. We do the same stuff over and over. Yet imagine if you, if I play on a Wednesday, one place, one show, and then I do it again on Friday, this is a whole separate group of people. They've mm-hmm. never heard us. So I don't care if you've done these songs a hundred times. This group on Friday is hearing us for the first time and it's our job to deliver it as if They've never seen us before. And when you get to the point to where you're phoning it in on Friday, it's time for you to go on hiatus because it needs to become fresh for you again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so for me, it's always fresh because I love what we do. Mm -hmm. But 
if you're in it for the money and the gig, well, that's just that's not enough. You got to love it, and you have to love being able to 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 transport people on a on a Friday evening. They had a rough week, and they want to forget. They want to they want to forget about the troubles of the day. Mm-hmm. So your job is to take them on a journey for two three hours, yeah. and then maybe afterwards. They can look at life and go, you know, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Maybe we'll play a song that'll spark something or inspire them or remind them that it's really good out here. It's a, I, I have to say it's a different concept. It's a unique concept. I don't think most bands approach their music that way. And it's admirable. Well, musicians are territorial. True. They are. And and, yeah. and and there was a time I was very territorial with I remember. You. I remember. I'm like, what are you doing singing over there? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'm like, so so I was so afraid to sing with different people and stuff. Yeah. You know, I thought I was like signed to a label or something. I had like, to get know. I had to get over that. I'm like, this is a grown man. I can't tell him <laughs> what to do. He can sing wherever he wants. And I and I, and I, I had to I had to It's like really, swimming in the lake. You know, yeah. why why are you swimming over in a lake? Yeah, see my lake is our way better. Lake. Right. I mean yeah, we got bottles and piranhas and stuff in our lake, but it's still good. <laughs> Over there with all that clean water, right? You, should, you know better. <laughs> but no, we 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 had to get over that, and I had to get past that. So I'll go out like last night. I went to see a band. Mm-hmm. I was told to come see him, and believe it or not, two of the members of that band are playing with me tomorrow night. And I'm like, how can I be upset? These are great musicians, yeah. and they further my agenda by being great musicians. So. Yeah. Yeah play with whoever you want you know and and i think it's kind of bad for them mm-hmm. because i get to see what they're capable of in other situations and go uh-huh Ooh. so you've been holding back a eh? ah, so yeah, now yeah. like that, so you you've raised the bar a little right, bit i so see that now that i know that you can do that oh, yeah i'd like to see more of that over in, in my lake re- in my lake huh <laughs> didn't know you could backstroke but looks like you're doing pretty good on it. Right. <laughs> so, so that that is a so it helps me mm-hmm. to go see them in other situations. Um, I saw you sing with Soul. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I I I literally I was crying. No, you did not. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was like, damn, he's good. <laughs> that was when we were on a break. Yeah, and you went over there. You were singing with with, with Lawrence Buckner yeah. and. and Tracy Morris, Tracy Morris, Tamora Morris. Oh my yeah. God! And I was like, you were at the landing, yeah. And I saw you singing with them. I was like, Oh Jesus, he's so good. <laughs> he's so wow. good. I'm like, why? Why is he not singing with me anymore? And I'm like, Okay, you guys are mad at each other, and you're gonna stay mad. But you know, it's what's <laughs> interesting. At that time, um, that was my first time ever doing cover music because preceding that, we had always done originals. Uh-huh. We did a, a cover or two, but. Yep. We had already done original stuff, so that was my first time ever giving a shot at performing other people's music. You did, did, listen, like like you've been doing it all your life. Man. Wow, it was amazing, and I was like, boy, can you believe that was like fourteen years ago? That was a long time ago, man. And that That's just, crazy. That just it just it let that was the beginning of me understanding that no matter what you do, you cannot harness you know talent. You can't put someone in a box and say this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I started playing with these guys. They were really great uh, about four months ago. Two guys, amazing musicians. And I told them, and, it's, and I'm very proud of myself because it's 
started with um, transparency. Yeah, I said to them, this is your season to be in the Groove Coalition. You guys are here because you work well together. Mm-hmm. You can make of this what you like. So you gave them a platform. I gave it to them. I said, you can play yeah. and I will always call you. Well, complacency set in. Mm, that C word. And then I said, you know, uh, I gotta, before my brand gets damaged, mm-hmm. I have to move on to freshness. And so I went in another direction. Now, these are younger guys and they didn't understand the concept, even though I, I laid it out for them. And now they're upset with me, which is okay. But time heals all wounds. Absolutely. And yes. I will call them eventually and they will be happy six months to a year down Absolutely. the road. But now they're mad because I chose to go to another. It's not because they didn't cut it. Because mm-hmm. they, they're musically, they're fine. They're the best guys I know. But that's not always what's needed to make it work. The best so, guys. So to make it stuff. work, all right. So what's um, what do we have to listen, look forward to? Um, for the Groove Coalition, what's next? You know, I've I've been I've been. I mean, for real. Now I'm, I'm gonna uh, put the pressure on oh, you now, shoot. see, because it's about time you Waiter? give the people at least a singer. Waiter? No, no, no. Check, please. <laughs> no. It's time to go. Hey, oh my God. Hey, hey, hey. Look at the time. Listen. <laughs> he's been avoiding the question of when he's going to bless all of these fans, since he's such a legend. Legend. When you're gonna bless the fans? With just, it. Can you just give us one song? Well, can you, you can you drop one so that's that's that people on iTunes, Spotify, or, you know, all the places that they can get music from? Can you just give them one song? Please? When you're the stuff of legends, you don't feel like you need to. I don't need to. Oh. No, really, okay. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Oh. Listen, man. Hasn't released a song in how many years? All right, but you you know. But guess what? I ain't talking about Billy Joel right now. <laughs> talk about you <laughs> oh Jesus he sells out Madison's you know what? Garden. I'm gonna give you an answer what you can give me an answer there's one word soon soon Is, are you okay with that I'm, I'm okay with soon sooner than you think but okay. I promise you it will be legendary okay it will be legendary so, so what's next for the Groove Coalition for real the Groove Coalition has entered an agreement with a silent disco operator yeah, Ooh. and um, they they run these silent discos, and we're the exclusive band. I don't want to give too much away, but we we uh, if you've ever been to one, everyone in the audience wears headphones, and the musicians as well. There's no amplified sound, and everyone hears the band through headphones. Wow, via Bluetooth. Yeah, it's, I've experienced it. It's really fun, and it's fun it's to watch the people that yeah. when you don't have headphones on, everybody's got headphones on. It's fun to watch everybody. So, what is wrong with these people? Where are we? Right, They're jumping around. What are they doing? Oh my god, everybody's uh, smiling, or yeah. somebody's just yeah. like in the zone. Yeah, I, awesome. I, I we did it last Halloween at Aswani, and I had to. I, it was so surreal. I had to take my headphones off just to make sure I was really experiencing this. I took mine off just to see. And they were just dancing and screaming. And I was like, they're listening to us. Yeah. They're listening to us. It's weird. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing more of those. That's an awesome idea, man. Yeah. I love that. I like that. Yeah. And uh, I'd love to have you on board when we do this. Because okay. because like I said, I know, I know who you are. Well, I'd like to be a part of the fun. 
Uh, oh yeah, it's fun. You know that it's fun. Yeah, yeah. But isn't it fun when you can have fun and make money too? Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. So yeah. so so we're gonna wrap up um, before we say goodbye. Please take this time out to tell us how people can find you. Where can we find you? Where where do you talk most? Do you talk most on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Uh, do you have your podcast? Like what? Go ahead and feel free yes. to plug yourself right now. Yes. All of those. All of those. <laughs> okay. All of those. All okay. right. Um, I have to say I'm not as proficient as you with social We're not, media. There's no comparison. We can't, I we can't. can't I got to do it. I got to do it because oh, you know, I'm, I'm in a room with genius. It annoys me. Okay. That you're so good at what you do social media wise. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm on Facebook. Tommy Bridgewater. Uh, Tommy on bass. It's my one of my artist pages, the Groove Coalition artist page as well on Facebook. Uh, Groove Coalition has a Twitter and a uh, Instagram. Um, Tom Bridge H two O on Instagram. Um, but my crown jewel, and it's kind of dormant. I'm gonna bring it back. You've been very instrumental in helping me get that going. Is the Liquid Radio Show? It's yeah. my. Uh, podcast and uh, I, I'm, I'm really proud of it I did 25 episodes last year and then I stopped uh, due to some technical issues that I'm, I'm ironing out um, once I get those back uh, you're gonna come back strong I'm gonna come back stronger strong than ever because you know I got the Wonder Twins behind me helping me I got I got you absolutely and I got David looking in the shadows yes. I got just great people wanting to help me and I have a lot of local acts that want to be a part and and I got a great band, so I think it'll be. And there's just so much music out there undiscovered. So absolutely, I think. I mean, uh, personally, the re- one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because I wanted you to talk about. I feel like you're you're a voice. You have been a voice, a constant voice. You've introduced Seal to me. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. You know, I've, and I've introduced Missy Elliott to you. Yes, you did. <laughs> and mean, the Roots. And the Roots. That's right. I'd never and heard. Badu. Yes. Yeah. I'd never heard of yeah. the Roots until I'm like, what is this? So, so Trevor Horn, you told me a lot about Trevor Horn. Trevor Horn. You introduced yeah. me to Toto. Yes. You yeah. introduced me. Let me see who else you introduced me to. Um, uh Helmet Hatler. Helmet Hatler. Hello, Helmet. If you're listening, it, I know you're listening. Just give, talk about Helmet a little bit because I, you've always... You've always talked about Helmet. All right. One of the things I'm proud of, and and this is locally, I lived in Germany for a long time. And one of the things I'm proud of is that when I was doing music in Germany, people that I fell in love with musically were living in my neighborhood, literally. They were on my street. And and, um, Helmut Hattler was one guy that I would bump into all the time. And I really didn't know who he was, but he was already legendary mm-hmm. in the town that I was living in because he was in this band called Kron back in the uh, 70s. So I, I, I met him and then I met a few of his friends and then I had the opportunity for uh, to open up for him uh, several times with uh, with my band So What in Germany. That's a pretty neat name for a band. So What, yeah. And uh, they, they uh, and I just, I fell in love with his bass style and um, he, he, I don't know, he may know this, but I started another band and a friend of his had a bass that belonged to Helmet. And he says, hey, just use Helmet's bass for a while. So I actually played one of Helmet's basses wow. for maybe six months and I didn't want to give it back. And uh, he said, dude, you got to give me this bass back. Helmet wants his bass. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? 
<laughs> you you yeah. became attached to it. I became okay, attached. It was an Ibanez bass, and it was just so beautiful. But I also fell in love with it because this is going to sound so fanboyish, but I fell in love with it because it was his. Yeah, of course. You know, I, Absolutely, yeah. now I didn't, I wasn't obsessive. I didn't sleep with the bass. No, you <laughs> sure? You telling the truth? Uh, uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Helmet Hatler's bass. Helmet Hatler's bass. It was a baby blue. Wow. Baby blue, and it was a very nice bass. And my bass playing style is a direct reflection of how he plays. Um, you know, a lot of guys play a lot of notes. I don't believe in a lot of notes. I believe in groove. Mm -hmm. I believe that the drums and the bass are the engine. And if I'm going to play a lot of solos, then I should be a guitarist. Wow. That's not my job. So my job be before we go, for people have that have listened to the entire this entire conversation that we've had, and again, it's been an honor for real to sit down no, in your presence I, and finally do this. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, for for though, before we go, there speaking because I feel like you can educate the people. You're the uh -oh. you're the philosopher of the groove. Yeah, yes. Several years back, mm. you used to call it the secret order, order of, the, of groove. the groove. Yeah, people got indoctrinated by being just groovy, and I would look at you and just point at you. So, so you're you're, you're like a, a thought leader on the groove. 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 Can you tell us what is a prerequisite? Those people who have bands, musicians that are performing, um, even artists that are mixed media, they paint. Tell them why you feel the groove is a prerequisite. Well, you can either be groovy or you can create groove or you can be in the groove. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, Madonna had a song called Get Into the Groove. Get yeah, the groove. great song. Uh -huh. People don't realize how important getting into the groove is. And if you're painting, if you're sculpting, if you're writing, uh, whatever, if you're in that flow of that groove, you know it. You know what it feels like. Yeah. And because it's comfortable. It's comfortable and it, things are flowing freely and you can't make a mistake. Michael Jordan used to say when he was in the groove or in that flow, the basketball would shrink. It would feel smaller to him. Wow. And he could manipulate it in ways that other people couldn't because now he, he's into the groove and he's got mastery now. I believe that when you're in the groove, that things come smoother. That should be the first goal. I always look at drummers first. I love a drummer with chops that can really play all these intricate gadgets and gadgets and stuff. But if he can't groove, if he can't backbeat, then he's useless to me because I'm looking at the crowd. And if girls are nodding their heads mm -hmm. and dancing, that's we're in the group. That's an indication. That's indication. Everything else is everything else is nice. Mm -hmm. It's icing on the cake. But if and that's why drum and bass is so important. Uh, dub dubstep is so important because it's bass and drums. And when you listen to those together, it makes the crowd move. So my first building block is groove, bass and drums. Nice. And then after that, nice keyboards help. Nice guitar helps. And then a front man or woman with charisma, someone who can captivate the crowd. Mm -hmm. You got yourself something special. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard the ingredients yeah. of creating groove in your band. Yeah. 
or in your in your music project. So yeah. um, this has been very fruitful for me. Man, this uh, look listen, listen. Can we do it again? Can we do it again? Yeah, I'd like that. I'd when? like this. When? I, when? You know what? When you invite me on Liquid Radio. Uh oh. So that means you 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 gotta come back for season two. I will. I will. Episode one. Or you can call me on uh, between one and seven. I'd like to be in the first seven, one of the first seven episodes. No, I have to challenge you because there's some things I need to know from you. You challenging me? Yeah, I need to know. This is but this is about you right now. Yeah, but when we come, when you come to my show, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of questions for you. Okay, hopefully I'll be prepared to answer them at that time. You are. You are. All right. But again, um, you've been listening to Taste Test Live. I'm Damian Lamar. I'm your host and have been joined in Studio 3 with Tommy Bridgewater, my really, really good friend. Thank you for uh, endowing your presence and giving us a little bit of a dissertation on the groove. Oh, yeah, man. It's great to be here. Uh, Thank you for giving me a chance to talk. You know, I'm you know, people always say they don't like me because I'm very low energy. I know, I know. I'm kind of which I, I have to disagree. <laughs> I'm a wallflower. I don't talk much. So, thanks for uh, finally giving me a chance to say something. Jesus, yeah, finally, it, right? Been holding it in for all these. <laughs> well, hopefully, we got it out. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, man. Seriously, You're I will welcome. never forget this. You're day. welcome. This is this is good. And um, tune in to Taste Test on WJCT 89.9 FM on. Sunday nights at 10 p.m. and Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. where you can hear more of the music that we've talked about tonight on the show. Tommy Bridgewater, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me. I love you, my friend. Continue success, man. I love your show. All right. All right. Bye.